0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Sporting Vlog podcast and we're going back to the uh answering the internet's questions today. I'm giving myself the the tough task. The big one. I'm answering the internet's questions on football. <clears throat> now, unlike the one I did about real tennis, um which is niche and to be honest not a whole lot of people know much about it. Uh this is football and everyone knows it. Um and there's a much broader array of questions of which I probably won't be able to answer many. Um there uh, wow, yeah, there's a lot of questions here. Um 80, I'm not going to go through all 80, and actually there'll be a lot of ones that are repeats. And, of course, I did type in just football. Now, I imagine, looking at some of these, generally this is going to be about the football where you use your feet. Um, A.K.A. soccer, football, calcio, foosball, etc. Rather than American football played at the highest level at the NFL and in other leagues around the world. But yeah, generally, I think most of these questions are about uh, the football that I'm referring to. So, um, well actually, let's just get straight into it. I'm doing this without Google, so there's going to be a few things that are incorrect. I'm sure Uh, lambast me, if you will. Um, I'm putting myself out there to be lambasted. Okay, let's start with the questions that begin with Will. Will football be free to watch? So I'm presuming that the website I'm doing this through pulls the questions from the the locale that, you know, the, the Google location that is probably registered to my IP. So... This probably is coming from Google UK search results rather than Google.com. So um, the answer to that question here in the UK, will football be free to watch? Presuming again, this question refers to the return of Premiership football, as yesterday League 2 and League 1 were um, cancelled, but um, congratulations to Coventry City and... Swindon Town, um, my local team, I guess, um, who both won their respective divisions. But on to, will football free to watch? Um, I believe out of the 96, is it, or 92 remaining Premiership games, the BBC have got four. Sky have got a lot, and I think 24 of them or something around that number are going to be free to air. The rest are on Amazon Prime um, and BT, which, you know, I don't know if they'll be doing any free to air initiatives or I've not read anything. Um, If you've got Amazon Prime, then in theory, it comes as part of your monthly subscription. So you may deem that as a free perk. If you haven't got Amazon Prime, um, in fact, you can go through the sporting blog and get a free trial and it makes us look good in the eyes of Amazon too, uh, which we're trying to do so that we become an important Amazon partner. So uh, it will be free to watch in part, but still the majority of games are going to be behind the paywall on Sky Sports. But yeah, BBC have got to. So. Will football return? At this point, it is due to return on the 17th of June. Again, I'm assuming this is all about premiership football. The next questions are, will football start again? Will football be back? Will football ever come back? Yes, football will come back. Uh, Premiership football and championship football is due to come back uh, unless something drastic happens in the next week. Um, Personally, I think they've gone far enough down with it and opening shops and so on means, which is now due... Uh, to happen on Monday, very difficult now if you can open a shop, Uh, why you can't find uh, a reason to play a football match if all of the players are consenting and taking the proper precautions. I was one of those people that didn't think that uh, we should have restarted. However, uh, I've re-evaluated my opinion And I'm now sort of 50-50. It seems odd to me that we would cancel League 2 and League 1, but the other two get played. Um, Now, I don't know the reasoning behind why only four league clubs voted to go ahead. Probably just happy with their positions. Um, And those that have gone down, obviously. It's tough, but... Um, unless there's a, a savage spread of the of the virus uh, amongst a team or set of officials, etc., then I don't see at this point how we can stop the the juggernaut that is the Premiership from restarting. Will football clubs go bust? Quite possibly, yes. Um, not at the Premiership level, and likely. Very few at the championship level um, I imagine they've can find enough money um, and defer contracts in in a certain way and I just think championship clubs generally are are on thin ice, but probably our uh, profile sorry our high profile high profile enough um, that they can get find a way out there will be some league clubs that go to the wall I don't doubt that. Bury was not a um, a unique case in terms of its structure and setup and the mess behind the scenes and of course uh, there's only I think six or seven clubs in the whole structure, including Premiership. Sorry, I mean from Premiership all the way down to um, League One and two that could survive without crowds. Um, because of their income off, off the pitch, as it were. Uh, everyone else needs the crowds. That's their their income source times 18 or 19. If you have a cup run, you know, 20 plus uh, home fixtures a year and your chance to sell tickets, merch, food and beverage, um, and anything else associated, sponsorships, partnerships, Etc., uh, so yes, look. Um, I believe football clubs, some of them will go bust, they may well get sold before they disappear completely, like Berry, uh, as in they may be rescued. But you're going to see a lot of bad stuff. Um, I'll go into the, the business of, of that side of it on another podcast if anyone's interested obviously working in sport and partnerships and being in that world every day, um, you know how fragile it really is. So I have a better insight than most. Um, And we also get asked to look at a few football club deals from time to time. And um, yeah, look, it's not going to be great for everyone. Uh, Will football survive? Yes. Um, The next set of questions. Can football players be furloughed? Uh, yes. Um, it appears the premiership players chose not to, uh, allow themselves to be furloughed. Um, still, I mean, it's down to the clubs, the clubs furloughed staff, Spurs and Liverpool, um, particularly high profile cases who got panned for it and had to reverse their decision. Um, you can't really blame them for trying because if again, if you understood how the income streams worked and a lot of people say, Oh, well, they've, they sold this player. They got loads of money or they're making this much revenue a year. Well, when so much of it hinges on numerous aspects, I mean, take Spurs, for example, a very big new stadium, shiny, wonderful stadium to pay for um, and Yes, that is their decision, that they have financially put pressure on the club um, by building this thing, but that's what investment's all about. Um, and you've got to service that that, uh, that debt, if you like, and, and what's been invested into the stadium. It needs paying for, as do the playing staff, as do the non-playing staff, and the income streams that normally pay for that, a lot of them have disappeared uh, including match day income, which we covered, and uh, there will be many, many sponsors uh, and other partners who will be looking to recoup money they have invested uh, because they're not getting what they uh, what they paid their money for. If you are a match day partner and there are no matches, you will want your money back. Uh, I imagine some of these partnerships will be covered by certain insurance policies but many many won't be because no one ever foresaw that uh we would not be playing matches likewise if you're a a partner a big title partner for example and part of your um your partnership contract with the club is a certain amount of uh, off-screen activation and then on screen brand positioning and the rest around the world that ties in with the media packages and all the rest. Well, if you don't get it, you're going to start to say, Well, why have I given you this money, whether it's upfront or on a monthly fee? So, back to the furlough issue. I mean, yeah, Spurs and Liverpool, it's obscene if you're paying players all that money that you can't pay uh, non playing staff because they don't earn anything like those players. So, that doesn't make any sense. However, It would have made perfect sense for me if a football club furloughed everyone and those poor footballers had to live on their £2,500 a month for three months, like many, many others in the country. But you have to do the whole lot. You can't just do the non-playing stuff. You have to do everyone. That would have made sense for me. Um, Of course, people then start to call into action the fact that um, the clubs can afford to pay full wages. So why do they need to be furloughed? Who knows? When Cubs like British Airways and companies like Mace and Shell and others are furloughing people, um, it means they're doing so because they're looking after their fiduciary uh, issues. Um, it's capitalism the the shareholders need looking after as well. So uh, very complicated um, business overall, but football players can be furloughed. They just chose not to at the higher level. Many others will have been. Can football return? Yes, can football clubs furlough players? Yes, we covered it. Can football player? Just a very interesting question. Um, can football player, and I don't even know what someone might have been searching. The thing is, this is not just one search, it's a lot of people have searched, can football player, and then pressed enter too quickly, I'm guessing. Can football teams train? Yes, they've returned to full contact training and practice matches um, so far. Can football restart? Yes. Can football survive? Yes. Can football index go bust? Uh, that's interesting. Uh, football index, for those that don't know, is an online platform um, which mimics a stock market uh, index um, with the with football players being the traded commodities. So. Um, you have a list of players that all started, I guess, with a uh, a value, let's just say Harry Kane, or will I say Raheem Sterling, uh, was, was worth £3. You could buy a share of Raheem Sterling, or sorry, you could buy one share in Raheem Sterling for a pound on this index. You're not actually buying a share in Raheem Sterling, although that could be quite a cool idea too. Um, and... The price thereafter the day one was dictated by performance, uh media mentions, I believe the price really was based on positive media mentions, that would affect it upwards, and then it wouldn't go down if there was loads of negative press because I think that one of the things was, well, if my guy gets caught doing something stupid and his price plummets that he's playing really well, why should he so I think I think it was positive media, or at least just media mentions. And there was a third, there was a third thing that affected price. Um, It might have actually been the statistical performance as well. So I think there was, I don't know, check it out, football index. But anyway, um, the point was, it was quite interesting. I did invest 20 pounds. And if I remember at the time, and this is a couple of years ago, I bought Fabian Delph and Danny Rose because this was before the World Cup in 2018 and I believed that they were both going to get a call up. And I thought that Fabian Delph was underpriced. Now, Delph got injured um, and didn't play. uh, And I had someone else in there as well. I think uh, someone big, like a a Neymar or a Messi, um, because you know if if the main reason these guys values go up and down on the football index is performance then and mentions well then you want someone who's a penalty taker who uh, scores regularly or someone like a van dijk who keeps plenty of clean sheets and is eulogized about on a daily basis after having two good seasons and um yeah, look, it was quite a fun idea. I don't know how successful it's been, Football Index. They did a lot of advertising on Talk Sport and they did quite a bit of Instagram promotion. Um, it's quite a fun idea. The problem is I don't know if it's regulated. I think your maximum investment was 500 in any one player. So, you know, if someone really wanted to try and game the system, um, why not? You know, I think there's a way you could have gamed it a little bit. Uh, and as it's non a non regulated indices um, and these commodities are not really tradable it's a fantasy trade if you like i mean it's a made up um, trading platform but i it's a quite a fun idea um and probably would have some legs in terms of being a sort of um an alternative to fantasy football and um kings is another alternative and maybe a football index if it was positioned right could be another one um can it go bust uh well i presume the business can go bust yeah i don't know what happens to any money you've given them to you know in inverted commas invest in the index in the in, sorry in the football stock market uh i don't know what happens you'd have to look at the t's and c's okay on to where where football started oh wow oh i'm gonna get okay I don't know really Is the answer in my head i've got a vision that it started here in in england um and i believe it was england rather than great britain i think it was it was a game right you know i thought that was played in marketplaces amongst many 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 people with like a stuffed pig's bladder or something and you basically had two (laughs) mini armies on each side that tried to get this ball from one end of a of a marketplace to another and like the uh the calcio uh what's the version of of calcio called in italy where they basically beat the shit out of each other with the ball and it's fucking brutal i think that many people think that's what football originally was right you basically have a ball and who can get it from one end to another kicking it can't pick it up, but you can tackle each other and all the rest. Sounds more like rugby, but I guess that's exactly how these games started. And then you would have had uh, association soccer, as I believe it was originally called. And then there was an association of rugby. Then there was the rugby league and then there was rugby union and so on. So I believe football started here. Hence why the coming home bit, because it did start here. I don't know where specifically and the next question is where football was invented so i think here in england where football players live in london well (laughs) uh if that ain't one for the light-fingered i don't know what is um i know a lot of the uh not i think actually that there's not many players that live in central london as in like real central london Uh, i'm sure some of the chelsea players do maybe live around that part, but the point is they go to the training grounds daily and none of those are in central London. Um, Chelsea did try to, or Roman Abramovich tried to to buy a Queen's club to turn it into Chelsea's training ground, um, but we weren't having any of that. Um, I know a lot of players live around Hampstead if they play for... Clubs like Spurs and Arsenal, but most of them tend to live a bit further out in Hertfordshire, Essex, um, where they can get a bigger pad, basically. I imagine, like if it were me, and I was in my early 20s and I wasn't one of the ones. A lot of them have kids very early, probably because they've got nothing to do after three o'clock every day, so they're coming home for a bit of action. Um, if it were me, I would live in the centre of town. Uh, I guess a lot of them don't want the hassle. They want to be able to have a garden and all of that. Um, Most of them could afford to have both. So I'm sure there are players that live centrally. I think Eric Lamella might live centrally, I've got a feeling. Um, uh, And I'm sure there are lots that live on the outskirts where they can get bigger houses. Um, But I don't know why you'd search that unless you had some sort of motive or you were just super nosy. Where football originated from, done it. Where football is played, pretty much every country on the planet. Um, There are very few places. I can't think of any places that don't play football uh, in some way, shape or form. It's the world's most popular sport. Where football was first played in India. Whoa. Okay. So, no idea at all. Uh, I used to work in India. Um... I didn't live there per se, I was going back and forth a lot, I did spend a lot of time in India, um, but in West Bengal, in Calcutta, where football, to my knowledge, whilst I was there, wasn't terribly popular, I know they've got a team now, uh, which is Atletico Calcutta, actually, um, I think a part owned by the group that owns Atletico Madrid, Um, I imagine it was first played in Mumbai is my guess. Um, And it's growing in popularity and there was a time where I was approached by some people in India to try and help bring experienced coaches and players over to the Indian League um, where there is a tiny bit of money. Uh, But... Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. I would have to Google it. And um, maybe someone can let us know, because I'm not going to Google it right now. Where football was born, done it. Where football came from, done it. When? When football came home. <laughs> oh, dear. So, 1996, Badil and Skinner uh, did the song Football's Coming Home, and um, as a teenager... I remember it very well. It really was an amazing summer. It captured all of our imaginations and the song really, really was a huge part of that. The team was decent as well. There was the heartbreak of losing in the semi-final at Wembley. I was there. Gaza should have scored. He just didn't take that extra step. It was so, so, oh man, just kills me now. And then, of course, the penalty shoot-up. But really, we should have won the game. Shearer scored early on. And uh, we played pretty well. And uh, the team had a great balance, to be honest. It had a real classic 4-4-2 balance. And then up front, you had you know, Shearer, the spearhead, Sheringham playing just off of him. They had reasonably quick wingers. You had a good holding midfielder in here, creative. It was just a very well balanced team. A young I think Gary Neville might have played a bit right back. We had, uh, you know, Stuart Pierce. It was just a brilliant team. And um that was supposed to be it coming home because it was 30 years of hurt was the thing in the song then. 96. And we hadn't had a tournament at home since 1966 when England won the World Cup. So It wasn't just about football's coming home because we're going to win it and it's coming home. It was just about having an international tournament in the country again. And it really, really, really was popular. I mean, I never forgive my parents for this. I think they made me go to see Le Miserable on the night that we beat Holland 4-1. I just, you know, remember coming out of the theatre. This is pre-mobile phones. Smartphones, anyways, there's no way, no, but just seeing everyone partying like crazy in the street, asking someone what the score was four ones, sharing score to share a score. I was absolutely pissed off beyond fucking belief. But, um, yeah, anyway, not that I'm holding, (laughs) not that I'm holding that or anything. Um, so that was originally when football came home, uh, 1996, I think. Now, In 98, the World Cup was in France and the team had a young Michael Owen, a young David Beckham. um, Skulls, A slightly different. I mean, actually, the team was quite different to 96. David Batty was the holding midfielder. Gazza didn't make the squad famously. Uh, Glenn Hoddle just didn't think that he was... Right to, to to take a slot. Um, a lot of people disagreed because he'd been playing well. Um, so, um, but uh, as you know, they lost in the quarterfinals to Argentina. Uh, we scored a very a perfectly valid goal in a golden goal, as it were, and the first golden goals I believe in extra time. Cole Campbell scored a perfectly fine header, which was ruled out for a foul that wasn't. And um, David Beckham was famously sent off. Michael Owen also famously scored a brilliant solo goal, rounding a certain Muricio Pochettino in the process. And uh, But the Beckham sending off was the big thing, uh, which he was forgiven for later on. But at the time, wow, he was hated. Uh, I mean, it's extraordinary now. It's been sort of deleted from memory and he's just this sort of golden boy. But at the time boy he was hated because the pressure that england suddenly got put under um was huge anyway um the song came out again was the point of me telling about 98 they brought the song out again they just readapted it and then every world cup since it's always been about bringing the trophy home football's coming home rather than the song about you know the original purpose Of the song or the original sorry topic reasoning was that the the tournament is coming home and finally it's back in the UK uh, back in yeah Great Britain so um yeah originally came home in 96 and we've been desperate to win a trophy ever since and almost got there last year but couldn't beat Croatia when football changed forever this should be a podcast in itself uh I think football changed forever. Well, the Premiership changed football forever, really. Um, You know, in the very early 90s, 91 was the first Premiership season. And before and through the early Premiership years, you know, the, the... The most high-profile league was Serie A. The best players in the world, give or take, were there. The Premiership and Sky Sports ushered in a new era financially for clubs in the UK and big clubs like Manchester United um, just got fatter and richer very quickly. The first Premiership was won by Leeds United. Uh, You had Blackburn that bought a trophy in that early period too. And Manchester United spent more than most, and always have done uh but the Premiership money really allowed them to do that in uh in a really big way and you know slowly but surely though the the Syria are um i mean they never had anything like the money that Premiership football began to make the premier league did an amazing job of of taking the sport worldwide and 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 making very clever broadcast deals um with people uh, around the world to show the sport and it, it just grew so i'm not going to go into that too much i think we'll do a separate podcast on that because i got all sorts of opinions on that and maybe we'll talk to some people who were there when it happened uh, in fact i know a very good person to talk to so yeah let's do that um, but I believe it changed forever with the inception of the Premiership. Uh, and you could say before that when uh, foreign players started playing in other countries for the first time. But, I mean, you go back as far as Pushkas and the others who played all over the place. So, when football start? Mm, the robot question, I believe. Well, Premiership start 17th June. When football came home, ITV... So that actually now makes sense. So that When Football Came Home was a TV programme recently done by ITV, which I think was about the 2018 World Cup run, which we got to the semi-final. So that's probably what that first question was about. So although I went off topic, I answered it very well. When football starts 17th of June, already done it. When football becomes WWE? Interesting. Um, that might mean that someone has done a collection of videos on YouTube of bad tackles, or it might actually be a a search that is about American football. Maybe there's some tackles that look more like clotheslines and body slams and suplexes and other things. Um, so yeah, I didn't know if that's relevant when football back on done it when football came home BBC. Well, I believe that it was ITV. So I don't on there are our football teams training. Yes, are football players self-employed. Interesting question, actually. Um, most football players are paid as employees of a club via the PAYE system for their wages. Now. That means that they are taxpayers like the rest of us, if you get paid P-O-Y-E and pay your tax. Um, but oftentimes, and this is not just in football, this is in most sports, things like image rights to a player. So if it were me, my image rights could be owned by an e- a limited company, which I set up, and I can invoice the football club uh a yearly or however monthly, whatever fee you like, to license my image to others. So my salary might be half a million pounds a year if I was an average pretty average player in the Premier League. And my image rights might not be worth a lot, but they need them because they sell them on as you know to people like EA Sports for use in fifa and all of that so the club as part of your employment contract might ask to have the rights to use your image but a good agent and or a smart player would say you can but they're owned by this limited company called ollie harris image rights limited and you must pay them a fee to use them and that goes for then any other company that wishes to use my image in promotion um, sure they could pay me a, a fee to Ollie Harris but then I would pay an awful lot of top rate tax on top of um, my salary as it would be deemed as you know as, as extra income so instead the company that owns my image rights can invoice a fee for the use of my image get paid and therefore only pay 20% corporation tax on the profits the company makes. And of course, that company will incur all sorts of important expenses, uh, like travel and etc., etc., which uh, help reduce the amount of corporation tax you pay, and therefore the company can make an awful lot of money. It does not need to distribute the wealth if it doesn't want to, and can become a very cash rich company in its own right, it can pay its taxes and one day it can be dissolved and distribute the money remaining to its shareholder or shareholders. So yes, they can be self-employed to some extent there may well and i don't know there may well be a player that's completely self-employed refuses to be paid paye and gets paid through his limited company i doubt it because the hmrc come down quite hard on uh those sort of workarounds but certainly um image rights owned by companies are a common thing are football players still being paid yes apart from those that are furloughed in the lower leagues. our football matches going ahead? Yes. our football matches being played? Not yet in this country, but they are in others, I believe. Italy, Ger- Germany, definitely. Our so. football clubs refunding season tickets? Depends on uh, which clubs. I am a season ticket holder at a premiership football club. I will not name it, but most of you will know it. They have suggested that the money that they owe as it were is going to go on a credit for next year uh, by default so it will go towards next year's ticket if you do not want that ticket uh you can ask for a refund it's going to take up to 60 days uh if you do want your ticket but you still want uh the money you can write and it'll still take up to 60 days i don't know if that's the policy with everyone you know a good thing to do a good bloke thing to do would have been to refund everyone automatically, and if they wanted to take the money out, they could. If they wanted to leave it in, they could. I also appreciate that uh, refunding all of these people at once is an awful lot of cash flow to go when you've got not much coming in. So a lot of them will be taking out loans, borrowing against assets, going deep into overdrafts and so on to meet this cash flow requirement. So it's easy again, it's easy to criticise, but If you're the financial director, your duty is to look after the club. And most of those clubs have shareholders who also need looking after. And the fans need looking after too. So it's a very difficult balance. But the bottom line is if they've paid for something and they don't get it, they should get their money back or however else they want to get it. Are football games cancelled? Well, we've covered that too. Are football clubs profitable? (laughs) Another interesting question. Um... You will see in the Premier League that there are a few profitable clubs, but it's remarkable how little profit they make because it costs so much money to put a team on the pitch that can stay in the Premier League in order to get the image rights money that allows you to reinvest it into the club. Um, if, if if you're someone starting from scratch, you had no ego, you weren't interested in football, you were just looking at it from a purely business point of view, I don't think you'd really invest in a football club because... The I mean, it is a huge topic, so we're going to keep that for another day and we'll interview someone who's owned football clubs and invested in football clubs and we'll go through the whole thing. Um, So make a note. We will come back to that another day. How questions. How football started, done it. How football began, done it. How football index works, sort of done it. How football was invented, done it. How football has changed. Wow again, really big topic. how football has changed in my opinion and to my mind, football has changed most in um probably levels of fitness um which is all part of the the sort kind of increase in sports science nutrition. Recovery and so on and so forth. Like every sport, it's just got more professional, and the athleticism now, and the uh, aerobic and anaerobic stamina of these guys and girls to uh, to work for the ninety minutes. I mean, Jurgen Klopp's and previously Pochettino's, not the one of the last year, but a couple of years ago they did so much work off the ball that you just wouldn't see if you looked at football in the 90s and any further back you would see even less of it i mean the the idea of closing a player down was you know something you did to disrupt him now they've invented this word called press and you know what triggers the press and the all the all team press and the pressing this that and the other it's the latest like buzzword i mean that's the team closing down at once as they also used to call it hunting impacts to to get the ball and to to put the teams off their tactical pattern that's changed so much uh the real basics haven't changed formations have changed a huge amount you know from 442 to the the 90s where three at the back was very popular now three supposedly up front but you know, two of them are inverted wingers. You very rarely see um, two strikers. You know, though there's there's a lot of ways it's changed. But I would say the biggest change is in the um, the athletic abilities of the players. Of course, these guys previously and girls, sorry, were all good athletes, but now you've got you know machines essentially and some of them you know don't have um the the inane football ability but they certainly have the athletic ability think of someone like a carl walker who's just an absolute beast up and down all day super fast i mean he's just one of those guys that at school would have been good at everything because of his athletic ability and um yeah so that's how it has changed interesting one next how football explains the world well um, I don't know how football explains the world and I don't really know how the world explains football anymore Um, that's a really odd question I don't know why people would type that in unless it's a TV show or YouTube series or piece of content I don't know about Um, it must be again I'm not going to Google it so I don't know How football works. Well, it's taken a while to get to the basics of it. Football currently, uh, the long form and main version of the game works, whereby a rather large piece of grass has a goal at either end to which two teams um, play against each other and try and kick a ball into the opposition goal. Each team has 11 players, one goalkeeper and 10 outfield players. Those outfield players can be set up in any which way you like. You could have one defender and nine attackers, but you'd probably lose most matches. Uh, it's the simplicity of the game that makes it so popular. You don't really need to explain much more than that. You've got to kick a ball into a goal and you can play it with 11 or you can play it with 5 or 7 and even 3s on different size pitches. But the principle remains the same. You use your foot or preferably both feet and your head, to put a ball past another person into a goal. Next is the Whos. Who Football 2021? Who Football? I don't know who Football. Um, Not sure what that's all about. Who Football 2021? Maybe it means who are the up-and-coming players, who are the best players. Uh, We've got a little piece on five, four, sorry, very, very talented young English players, you should check that out. I'll link to it in the blog. No, sorry, in the description. Who football invented? Well, it invented people like Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. There wouldn't be anything without it. Um, And uh, there are many, many more besides. Who football news? Who football today? I mean, these are bizarre questions. Who football player are you? Um, Who football Friday night? Whose football matches today and who football last night? So I'm presuming that's, you know, who played football last night and whose football match is today. Uh, there's no matches today, but and there wasn't any last night. And whose football Friday night? That's probably an American question for Friday Night Football, NFL Network. Uh, so those are very inapplicable, all of them. Why? Football is better than rugby. Interesting. Um, I don't believe any sport is better than another. I mean, not really. I mean, I believe snooker is better than pool as a, you know, as a pure sport. But pool is better than snooker to play in a pub. Football, I just think it's ridiculous that people even compare. And there's all these knobs on social media that say, oh, you know, rugby's a bunch of posh lads running around and then the rugby guys are football's a bunch of chaps running around and, oh, you guys are always on the floor crying and then rugby, you're always slapping each other's butts and drinking beer out of your butt cracks, all those ridiculous stereotypes. Um, It's not better than rugby, it's a different sport. Stupid question. Why football is good? Um, Well, as a matter of opinion, I suppose, if you think it's good, it's probably something to do with the high drama the the tempo of the game the the inevitable crescendo as the game ticks down to ninety minutes um, the fact that things happen out of nothing uh, the fact that there can be individual moments of brilliance there can be team moments of brilliance uh, for me it's good because when it's played well it's it's a good game to watch and You know, generally, it's good for me because there's something riding on it. The team that I support, I really want to win. When they don't win, I feel crap. And when they win, I feel good. Uh, And it's good going with your mates. And it's good going to the pub with your mates to watch. Well, when we can do that again. In fact, maybe in a month's time. Why football is the best sport? Similar to below, really. If you believe it's the best sport, you're going to have your reasons. Uh, It's certainly popular all over the world and I imagine that's because, again, when you're two or three years of age, someone rolls a ball towards you, you kick it and there you go, you're playing football at two. Why football is bad? Well, if you think football is bad, it's probably to do with tribalism, um, bad behaviour, hooliganism. Or it might be to do with you thinking that players are overpaid, that they're not good role models. That it's more important than it really is in uh, in its place, you know, compared to other things. Uh, again, if you think it's bad, let me know. Let us all know why you think football's bad. Why football is the best sport in the world. Well, it's certainly the most popular, as we've covered. Uh, again, if you think it's the best sport in the world, good for you. Why football should be banned. Now, this may well again be an NFL American football angle question I think and it might be to do with banning young players playing I can't see why soccer football would be, ever be banned and I don't see why American football would, you know, itself would ever be banned but I know there are plenty of issues at the moment regarding uh, kids repeatedly bashing their heads and so on and so forth uh, at a young age and also that's the same by the way in football with kids heading a football I know that's been banned in, Scot- in Scotland I think or Wales Scotland um, under a certain age you're not allowed to head the ball so um, I think that's or there might just be a group of people that really think that football should be banned they're not going to win but uh, Why football is better than basketball? Well, this must be an American football related question. Uh, Again, it's not better, it's a different sport. Why football is good for you? Well, if you play football, you're gonna get an awful lot of aerobic exercise. You will also um, learn about uh, the importance of playing as a team. You will learn about leadership. You will learn about the grace of when you lose and also the humility when you win. Um it is also good for you because um you're doing something fun and it will raise your endorphins and make you feel better when you score a goal even when you're kicking around in the park it is quite a good feeling that's why it's good for you which football team is the best Whew. well uh In any other sport, well, not any other sport, in a lot of other sports, you judge who the best player or team is by how successful they are. Um, Not necessarily the most talented, because that doesn't make you the best. That makes you the most talented. Uh, Now, the best for me, you know, who's the best darts player? Phil the Power Taylor. He's the best darts player ever. And the only argument is whether Michael Van Gerwen will end up winning more uh, or if he's one or two away, you know, then you can argue. But if Phil Taylor's won 20 and championships or whatever it is and van won 10, then so far Phil's still the best player. Uh, Whether they played each other at their pump, who would ever know? This is one of the great things about sport. We can debate these things forever. Uh, In history... At the highest club level, Real Madrid are the best football team. They've won the Champions League more times than anyone. They've won their league uh, probably more times than Barcelona, their biggest rival. And as a club team, they historically are one of the best. Um, That's probably your answer. Not at the moment, they're not and not even in their own country at the moment, you could argue. But if this is a... which football team is the best, as in... in a club, or maybe if it's which actual football team is the best. Well, um, Guardiola's Barcelona team of 2009-10, maybe. The Spanish football team of 2008 onwards. for, For... Best part of five, six years. Unbelievable team. Um, going back, Spurs 60-61, double tied, Liverpool's team that won all those European Cups, the Nottingham Forest team won the European Cup. Um, Manchester City's title winning team of last season that scored over, made over 100 points, over 100 goals. I mean, you go on and on. This Liverpool team is fucking good. I mean, they've lost once, but they really are good, and they've got all the tools to keep getting better, which is a scary thing. Which football player am I? If I had to describe myself, uh, well, I'm slow. Um, I not. I don't really have a lot of skill. Um I can see a pass i can't always execute it, but I can see a pass uh i quite like i used to like tackling um the chopper nickname didn't come from nowhere i quite like i quite like getting involved in a in a tackle uh, true story actually the only game of football I played for my school I got sent off. I came off the bench, actually. I got a yellow card. And then another yellow card, because the little shit of an opponent dived and rolled around on the floor and winked at me, so I kicked him. So that wasn't great. <clears throat> that really wasn't great. I got in trouble for that too, so I didn't play football ever again. So it probably would be like a David Batty, I guess. Um, I... I, I, I I don't have the stamina to do to compare to like a cante or a Um but going back a bit, you know, I'm quite quite simple. In when I did when I was younger, I did I used to like playing on the wing because I could skip away from people, but I was always so small. Uh, if I had to play now, I'd, I'd sit deep in midfield and just keep an eye on things and you know maybe have a chat with the centre halves. Which football games are on TV? You'll have to look at the specific ones. The Premier League published it just a few days ago. Which football leagues are cancelled? Well, we've gone through this. And uh, also, in Holland, they cancelled their league. Belgium cancelled their league. And others will no doubt follow. Which football club is the richest in the world? Uh, I believe it's still Real Madrid. I think Deloitte did a report the other day. Manchester United, Barcelona... Are all up there. Um, The big names in the Premiership, Liverpool, Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal and Juventus from Serie A are all up there too. Um, Mm. But I think it's still Madrid. Which football team should I support? Crazy. Depends where you're from. Mm. I believe you should support a team, if you're new to football, Well, it's weird because I wouldn't know what to do if I was brand new. Well, actually, that's not true because I could could probably, you know, in baseball, uh, I support the Boston Red Sox because it was the first baseball ground I went to. There's quite a funny story on the blog about how that came about. If you search for baseball or click on the baseball category on the sporting blog, um, there's a rather revealing story about why I... Support the Boston Red Sox. It's quite funny, actually. Um, so maybe somewhere that has an emotional attachment. You know, again, if you're brand new to football and you're from the UK, it's really odd that you don't have an allegiance, whether it's via family, friends, where you live. I mean, that's really it. where you live is the biggest one, your local team and likely your Which team your family support or dad, mum, brothers and so on. Mine's really because of my dad. Uh, They're from North London so yeah Spurs but um, I would say try and find somewhere with an attachment rather than just picking Liverpool at the moment because they're the best team. Find something. Uh, Find something in it. Which football club is nearest the Mersey? I think it's Everton because they're right on. Um, they're right on it. Which football clubs are furloughing staff? Well, it was in the Premier League. It was Spurs, Liverpool, and I think one other. Was it Bournemouth or Brighton? They're not anymore. Right, on to the Watts is the last ones. What football is on TV tonight? None. What football matches on TV today? None. What football is on? Right now, probably some really obscure league. If you go on Bet365, you'll see, and you can bet on it. What football games are on TV tonight? None. What football is on TV today? None. What football player am I? I don't know. Why don't you let us know what sort of player you are? Uh, In fact, who, who would you be? If you were a player, who would you compare yourself to and why? Tell us on our Twitter at... Sporting blog twenty three. Tell us who you'd be. What football team should I support? Been through that. And what football position should I play? Well it's an interesting one to end on. If you've never played football before and you'd like to play, how do you settle on your position? Well, in the good old days, if you were tall and uh reasonably well built, they'd probably start you in the centre of defence. If you were small and quite fast, you'd get stuck out on the wing. If you had some a good touch and you could pass the ball around and you had good stamina, they'd whack you midfield. And if you were fast and generally probably the most, skill, the most skillful player, they'd stick you up front. And if you were very tall and not very good at anything, they'd stick you in goal. Um, now, if you're coming into it, I really think you have to think, what do you enjoy? Do you enjoy being a defender, positioning yourself, um, not having to be part of the build-up all the time? Uh, Do you like attacking? Do you like trying to score goals? Do you like passing? Do you like shooting, etc.? And I think you'll naturally find your position. If you're just joining a football club, um, they'll soon work out in training. Uh, what you're good at and also you'll end up playing where they need you to play. So, uh, yeah, I don't think you just say I'm going to be a striker and then rock up and suddenly say I am going to be a striker. You might have to prove it or show why you have the skill to play in that position. That was the last question on the answering the internet's questions on football. And that was a long one today uh i hope i did them some justice and it's really interesting that they're all quite broad and nothing really about you know under the house how does you know i would have thought things like how does ronaldo get the ball to dip how how do liverpool press or or things that really get into the game but this actually just shows um shows us that It is a general sport. People don't often get into the detail of it. Especially, I think, younger fans now really don't get into the detail of it. It's all about who's better than who. Who's the, you know, who is the best. They haven't even got this question here, who's the best player in the world? Which is is quite amazing. Instead, it's, you know, who football news. So, anyway, I hope that if you're listening, you um, enjoyed at least some of that. I enjoyed answering those questions and um, it's given me some ideas for more podcasts and perhaps some articles. As ever, if you're interested in um, what we do here at The Sporting Blog, please get in touch um, via email or any other social channels. And um, if you'd like to contribute in any way, write some articles. We do pay, unlike every other sports blog it appears, we do pay for unique and original contributions if you wish uh, if you just want to contribute something because you're a nice person then we would happily publish it as well as long as it's half decent um, to read um, and um, yeah, we'll provide you the platform to say whatever you want about whatever sport you want I like that slogan that's quite good um, but anyway thanks for listening and I will see you the next time when we'll be interviewing uh, Elena who is a Russian football journalist and we're going to be talking about football in Russia. Cheerio for now.